Welcome to the Know No Strangers podcast, where attorney and legal advocate Bill Robinson shares life lessons and inspiration. Good morning. This is William Robinson, and welcome to my podcast, Know No Strangers. I uh, am always very interested in history, and last podcast we talked about the uh, first Black woman to be named to the Supreme Court, Katanji, Justice Katanji. Brown Jackson here from Miami. I have uh, read history consistently all my life and loved it very much and read now a book uh, called The Civil Rights Queen. And it is a book about somebody who I've often heard of, but never really studied until recently. And her name is Constance Baker Motley. Constance Baker Motley is a uh, born of uh, parents from Nieves, St. Kitts and Nieves, two islands in the Caribbean. And they moved to New Haven, Connecticut, where I'm born. And her father worked at Yale. And uh, she graduated from the same high school I graduated, Hill House High School. But uh, then she was offered a scholarship to college and studied at uh, New York University and then Columbia Law School in the 1940s. Very impressive woman. Back during those days, uh, women were, by and large, not going to law school. But because of World War II, uh, there was a shortage of men applicants because they were fighting in the war. And Miss um, Motley was able to go to Columbia and graduated. But she couldn't find a job once she finished Columbia Law School. And as it were, she had a chance meeting with a young uh, superstar, Thurgood Marshall, and he gave her a job, a job at the uh, NAACP Legal Defense Fund. And uh, Miss Constance Baker Motley was the first woman hired. It's the only place she could get a job, and she worked diligently fighting for civil rights for uh, all people here in America. And it's really an amazing story of how she learned so much from uh, Thurgood Marshall and how she worked with the Defense Fund and uh, how uh, she was sent to Mississippi in 1948 to battle Jim Crow and segregation in the South. And she tried a particular case dealing with teacher uh, pay disparities. The black teachers were paid X and the white people. Teachers were paid why, and, uh, you know, they're doing the same work, doing teaching students, and they sued, the NAACP sued uh, in Mississippi to get equal pay for Black teachers. Uh, Judge Motley uh, at that time was uh, treated very harshly by the Mississippi courts. Uh, The judges there in the South, generally back in the 40s, were segregationists, they were racist, and they did not address her as Mrs. Motley, but just called her that New York lawyer. Uh, They were really stunned to see a Black female lawyer representing uh, anybody in the courts in Mississippi. The Black lawyers, there were three Black lawyers in Mississippi, and they never went into court because uh, of the racism and the white supremacist attitudes that existed in the South in the 40s at that time. 
So she lost that case and, and went on to a, an appeal. But uh, the uh, NAACP uh, Legal Defense Fund uh, put together five cases that everybody knows about uh, to challenge separate but equal, which uh, hailed from uh, 1896 decision uh, called Plessy versus Ferguson, where we can have separate the races as long as we have equal accommodations. And everyone knew that the accommodations were not equal. Uh, and the NAACP sued to challenge that in education. And uh, Charles Hamilton Houston, who was a Harvard educator, uh, dean of Howard Law School, taught Thurgood Marshall, and they had a plan to attack segregation in schools. So Brown versus Board of Education was one of five or six different cases uh, all around the country attacking segregated public schools uh, before the Supreme Court. And the basis was uh, for the attack was that, the, you know, the segregated schools were not in any way equal and separate, but equal is inherently contradictory. And the Supreme Court unanimously ruled that uh, they would overrule uh, segregated schools and deny the truth of separate but equal as a, a law in the United States. So after Brown versus Board of Education, Thurgood Marshall had uh, uh, enhanced his stature. He had already been a great, great lawyer uh, for the Black community and for America in general. And Constance Baker Motley uh, was at his side during Brown versus Board of Education is listed as of counsel uh, on the petition and briefs to the Supreme Court. Thereafter, uh, the NAACP focused on higher education because it's really difficult to teach uh, people unless you have highly qualified, qualified teachers. And highly qualified teachers would include those who have uh, higher advanced degrees, uh, PhDs and doctorate degrees. And in the South, uh, Georgia, Mississippi, Louisiana, South Carolina, North Carolina, Florida, Alabama, they would not allow uh, Blacks to attend uh, schools that uh, had doctoral programs. If you wanted to go to a doctoral program uh, in the 40s and 50s and early 60s, you had to go to the North. In my family, uh, my great uncles, uh, Uncle Louis Dowdy, Uncle Sam Dowdy, Uncle uh, George Dowdy, all had to go to Indiana and Idaho and Iowa to get advanced doctorate degrees. So with uh, Thurgood Marshall and Constance Baker Motley, they sued uh, in federal court to challenge segregation uh, or the uh, lack of opportunity for Blacks to attend schools in first uh, Alabama, uh, then in uh, Georgia, and then in Mississippi. And they were able to successfully show that uh, segregation in higher education was unconstitutional, and the courts uh, overruled that and ultimately allowed uh, Black students to attend, particularly uh, in Georgia, Horace Ward uh, and Charlene Hunter uh, were the first to integrate uh, the graduate schools in University of Georgia. And uh, James Meredith was uh, the first to integrate the schools at uh, Ole Miss in Mississippi. And it's very interesting to note that uh, it was a difficult fight because the uh, white racists and supremacists in the South did not want to have equal opportunity uh, for black folks. And they 
vigorously terrorized those that tried to uh, break uh, Jim Crow segregation in the South. And it's very interesting now that we are at a time in our uh, history where uh, we see legislatures passing laws trying to ban teaching of critical race theory. And it's so disingenuous because uh, in order for people to understand uh, how our country has developed, we need to understand uh, the white supremacist history that existed in the South that was fought by people like Constance Baker Motley uh, in uh, court to try to overrule the segregated systems there. Uh, Constance Baker Motley also came to Florida to try to help uh, Virgil Marsh, uh, Virgil Hawkins uh, in his fight with the University of Florida become to, to get a, a legal education. They would not allow blacks to get legal education in Florida. And uh, that was a fight that she had to uh, take all the way up to try to get the University of Florida to admit Virgil Hawkins. They did not. He ultimately went to uh, the New England School of Law and came back in Florida, gave him a real hard time uh, getting admission into the bar. Uh, a very distinguished lawyer named George Allen was the first black to uh, be allowed to attend University of Florida Law School. He's uh, gone on to that uh, court in the sky in heaven, but he was a very, very outstanding lawyer here in Fort Lauderdale. But Constance Baker Motley uh, argued before the Supreme Court in Florida for equal access to education and was just a really, really super heroine uh, for uh, Americans to see and model. Uh, she also uh, worked with Dr. King in Birmingham uh, and uh, sued uh, to try to get uh, school desegregation in Birmingham, Alabama. She tried to help Dr. King get out of jail. He wrote the famous letter from a Birmingham jail and Constance Baker Motley was there all the time helping and fighting for civil rights. Uh, her career did not end uh, fighting for civil rights. She argued 10 cases before the Supreme Court of Florida. She's the first black woman to argue a case before the Supreme Court of Florida. And uh, she went on to become a uh, distinguished uh, state senator, the first black woman to become a state senator for New York, the first black woman to head a uh, the Manhattan borough uh, president. And then she ultimately became the first black woman to be appointed to the federal bench. Uh, by uh, Lyndon Baines Johnson in the 60s. So she had a tremendous career and the book is called Civil Rights Queen. And uh, I encourage everyone to make sure they learn about the life and legacy of Constance Baker Motley. Thank you, my friends. Have a good day. Thanks for listening. To learn more about Mr. Robinson's legal practice, visit WilliamCRobinsonAttorney.com.